Welcome to Reality Check, your source for the latest reality analysis. My name is Emma Fullen, and I am your host. Today is a very, very special day, as we have a very, very special guest joining us today. I have the Jillian Lieberman with me. Hello. Hi, Emma. I must say, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, and I'm so super proud of you for, like, making this podcast, following your dreams, and being the boss woman you've always been. Jillian. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy we were able to schedule this. And apparently at a very good time, too, because we have a lot of clarifying to do this episode. Yes. Like, up until now, episodes one through three, you know, there's been things that are not true and whatever, but it's reality TV, so you just shrug your shoulders. But after episode four, like, I gotta say, there was so much that was like literally 180 incorrect information on that episode. Mm-hmm. And typically, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't get to have the voice I want to have and tell my story the way it really went down. And I'm okay with that. I accept that. But last night, it's like, this is literally a bold faced lie and making my relationship into something it's not. And, you know, my relationship with Edgar. There's lots of opinions on the internet about it, whatever. But we did have this amazing love, you know, pre-TI or whatever. Like, you know, I can't talk about how things are now, but like just pre-TI. Like we had this amazing relationship and love. And it's really sad that it gets denounced to something it's not on this show for people's entertainment. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad to be here. I have some (laughs) words to share. Good. I'm so excited. Um, But first, I do want to ask you, what is your relationship with reality TV? Because that is what I ask all of my guests. That's a really good question. Um, So I actually never really watch reality TV. Growing up, I did watch the Kardashians a bit. I'm sorry to say, I must admit. Mm, I like them. I like them. But never really was into dating shows or anything. And then during the pandemic... I discovered Love Island UK, Mm. and that was my comfort show. I watched six seasons of it straight, uh, and it got me through (laughs) COVID-19. Love Island. And then I graduated college, and this opportunity kind of fell in me and Edgar's laps. I had never seen Temptation Island before, um, but, you know, we were like, this is interesting. You know, it works for us and our relationship. We're kind of the perfect fit for what this is looking for. So we went ahead and applied, and we were already deep in the process when I was like, maybe I should really watch this show and, like, (laughs) speak this out. Um, And I ended up watching all the seasons that were out there probably two or three times to really study it and, like, prepare myself and get a better idea of what I may be comfortable with there, imagining myself in certain situations that I saw in previous seasons. And I'm really, really glad I did that because, you know, I think it really helped me in the long run. Um, and I encouraged Edgar to do the same. I don't know that he did, but you know, you know, I think he's like very different than me where I'm like totally a preparer, preparer for everything. And he just like throws caution to the wind yeah. and like lives his life with his free, beautiful spirit. And yeah. heart. And I love that about him. Um, but we're so different like that. So yeah, I watch T.I., I'm not the biggest fan of reality TV, but I'm happy to entertain people by being on it, I guess. (laughs) Good. Yeah. And we love watching you. I would say that you and Edgar are definitely the stars of the show. (laughs) 
that's not just my opinion. I think that's a lot of people's uh, opinion. Thanks. Well, you know, ball state pride. We got to stick together. Chirp, chirp. But, you know, it's interesting. I think because we are the youngest couple to ever go on Temptation Island, you know, we're very emotional. And, and Edgar is my first love. So it's like, you know, going through a huge breakup, not breakup on national television with thousands of camera sound producers other castmates everyone in your space you know i have a lot of healthy coping mechanisms that i use at home i do yoga i go for walks i take my alone time i play with my pets and i couldn't do any of that there Mm. so that was really really hard to deal with um but ultimately it kind of made us more volatile as a couple which made for a better show in the long run and i'm okay with that because Edgar and I know the truth, and everyone who is there knows the truth, and that's all that really matters to me. Definitely. So yeah, let's get into last episode. So I thought it was kind of a mellow episode. Um, I think they started out the season just with like all of the stops, all the dramatics. And so the last couple of episodes have kind of been like, okay, this feels like a little bit more mellow than I was expecting, like for a show called Temptation Island. Like it, it wasn't like everything that I was expecting, but that's okay because you also have to remember these are, you know, real couples who are going through this. So um, I feel like there's this kind of formula that they follow, um, which kind of was solidified this episode. It's like you talk to people, you um, party, you go on a date, and then you cry. And that's how we end the episode is with a little bit of crying. And then this time was a little different. It was more like talk, date, party, and then talk a little bit more, and then a little bit of crying. Um, which I thought was really interesting. They're, like, switching it up a little bit. You're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you got it. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, this is interesting. They, they're not they're not following their formula, even though it's, like, the, only the fourth episode. And we're a third of the way through, which is weird to say. Does it weird yeah. feel weird? It is, it is super weird. I mean, what I will say about all of that is, like, we are there filming for about four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to know about this timeline. Yeah, so like the timeline that you are seeing in the way the episode is edited is literally not how it happens um, because, you know, you'll wake up in the morning and you go on a date and then you'll like do like lots of other things that day and then maybe the bonfire is like the next day mm. or like a party's two days from then right so it never really all happens in the same day but on the show it looks like you have a date in the morning a party at night and then you got the bonfire yeah and it's really interesting especially because edgar and i had our three-year anniversary on the island and this episode was a lot about our three-year anniversary and all that stuff and you know, he's like saying like, today's our three year anniversary. And I was saying the same exact thing in my villa, but they choose what they want to air because they have an agenda to follow to so, entertain. So people. it looks like you don't even care about your anniversary. So it looks like I don't even care. And I'm partying on our three year anniversary, but that party wasn't even that day. Mm. Um, so, you know, it like, it's, it's, stretching the truth a little bit and ultimately it makes more sense for like you guys as viewers like if if i tried emma to explain to you everything that happens in the four weeks that you're there 
like it would take us hours because you were waking up at 7 a.m. You're getting your mic on. You're getting your COVID test. You're, um, mm. you know, going to the confessional and talking about what happened the night before and how you feel about what's happening that day. Then you're doing your activity. Then you're doing like 10 more activities that one day. And some nights we'd be filming till like 3 a.m. Like some of the bonfires would end like super late. So your brain, you're exhausted. You're yeah. emotionally drained you've been sitting waiting like all dolled up for a while to get going to get filming you drive Mm -hmm. around to go to the bonfire so it's like you know time doesn't feel real there and time on temptation island does not work the way time in real life works which is why you see these connections form and you're like how is it possible they've barely known each other they just met but you're doing so much in a day that every day feels like a week. Mm. And that's actually how it is on the show Mm -hmm. because it's spread out over 12 weeks. So yeah, there's a lot of like weird editing stuff and stuff you don't get to see, like a lot of intimate conversations between maybe like me and the girls or like, you know, the reasons why I had a connection with Tommy. Like I feel like a lot of times that kind of gets cut out from the show because honestly it's more interesting and fun to watch me dance on him than talk to him about my feelings mm-hmm. you know like and I and I get it it's a USA Network reality TV show like give the people what they want they want kissing they want dancing they want scandal and me crying my eyes out and talking about my anniversary and talking about my you know relationship is like it gets boring after a while like people on the well, internet are like she talks too much and I'm like you're right <laughs> Well, and it's so interesting, too, because I feel like we're getting that kind of insight with other couples in a way. Like sometimes with Iris, I feel like she talks a lot about her feelings and her emotions, especially last episode. And is it LaSalle? They like they say it different every time. I know. His (laughs) name is LaSalle. If you're listening to this, he's my friend and his name is LaSalle. Okay. 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 Well, because I feel like he started talking and opening up a lot more. So maybe they're choosing what episode to, like, focus on who. I don't know. But that's really frustrating when there's still, like, you're still progressing in your relationships in an episode. And you're not seeing that because they're picking and choosing. That is so frustrating. For sure. And you're being filmed, like, 24-7. Like, there's a camera in every room. There's a microphone in every room. At least one. Like, there's three cameras in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, and then you wear a mic, and then you also have, like, people following you around with huge cameras in the middle of your intimate conversations. Mm. So, at first, it's really hard to get used to, but eventually, after four weeks, you don't even notice they're there anymore. Like, it's kind of weird psychologically, because wow. it's like, I feel like I should know that there's a camera on me, but somehow I'm comfortable being myself still. Like, it's weird conditioning Hmm. but anyway like yeah they they're very picky and choosy about what they want to show because every character has a storyline and there's archetypes and you know if you watch past seasons of temptation island you'll see sometimes like the same kind of storylines over and over again because you know you have all of this footage so they can literally create a thousand different storylines and they have you saying every word under the sun that they can literally edit whatever you know so it's like they have a lot of ability to make the show what they want and in my case I know how I come off to people like I'm very confident I do my own thing you know and like I'm not afraid to 
have a good time. I don't run around hurting people, but for the show, I think, you know, we're a third of the way through and like it, it, it would make sense to me. I don't know what they're going to do, but it would make sense to me that they're going to make me out to be sort of a villain mm. because I'm the youngest. I'm going to make mistakes and people will probably hopefully laugh it off at the end of the day. Um, but like, it's just, yeah, there has to be a nice girl who does no wrong, you know, a girl who's, you know, been through the ringer and deserves her shot. Then there has to be like a girl who like wants a little trouble and to stir up the pot. Did I actually want that in real life? Absolutely not. No way. Like all I really wanted was to grow as a person and work things out with Edgar, but they pick and choose things and make up false Mm storylines. Like, for example, like the whole Ash, Tommy, me love triangle. Yes, what's that? It's so funny. Like, we totally laugh about it because it's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And the eye roll, they even got that little clip in there. But, like, I wasn't, like, there. Like, that wasn't, like, I didn't hear that conversation. Mm -hmm. I wasn't rolling my eyes to them. I was probably rolling my eyes because, again, like, I'm an easy target because I'm a sassy person with a big personality. You show your so emotion. I'm going to roll my eyes at something, and they're going to be like, yeah, that's perfect. Insert that right there. Oh, my God. Storyline created. And so I give them that content, and, like, Iris is, like, my best friend ever. Like, she doesn't really give them that content because she just, like, isn't. True. She's pretty. She doesn't roll her eyes, you know? She's, like, a nice sweet genuine sweetheart Mm -hmm. and um we're just different that way and like it doesn't make me a bad person or her you know a good person anyone good or bad it's just like I happen to give them a lot of material because of just who I am and that's okay because I think it's entertaining whatever well and it's weird that they would like make you out to kind of be the villain and we don't really know how that's going to end up but if someone was going to be the villain why would we not make that like one of the singles because that would make I think the most sense well I'll tell you why and this is something I've pondered a lot Mm -hmm. so like the singles on the island I am friends with all of them in real life Mm -hmm. and like even the women singles yeah Mm mm-hmm Um, I can't say much more about that, but, um, you know, they're all great people, but they're not maybe as great as the show makes them out to be in real life, Mm. only because they're great people just the way the couples are great people, but the couples are the one who sign up for this, Mm. and the couples are the one who put their, their relationships in jeopardy. The singles are there to find love, have a good time on the island. They don't owe anybody anything. In fact, I have respect for all of them for coming to the show. Like, you know, if you want to go and make a connection with somebody, like, you're you're in the right place to do that. And it's up to the people in the couples to really think about their relationships. What I'm trying to say is the, the singles don't have anything to lose. Sure. And the couples really have a lot to lose. Sure. So they're not going to make the singles look bad because – at the end of the day, if they don't make a connection, they go home and they live their life and they're still single. Mm-hmm. With us, if we make a mistake, we lose a three-year relationship. We lose a five-year, seven-year relationship. 
Yeah. So it's like there's a lot more at stake and it makes it a lot easier to like make certain storylines juicier. Yeah. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. It's still frustrating. It like I would like yeah, it's frustrating but at the same time like again like uh, I knew what I was signing up for. It was a lot worse than I was expecting. Like <laughs> I am a very mentally strong girl because I was oh. raised by some amazing women, but like I prepared myself as much as possible and no amount of preparation could have ever prepared me for the experience of Temptation Island. Um, I would proceed with caution if anyone's listening and deciding to go on the show, please talk Mm. to me first. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately it's like Edgar and I had certain goals that we went there for. Mm -hmm. And I know in my heart, I achieved those goals while I was there. Whether you as audience members gets to see me working through that, walking through the fire, achieving my goals. I don't know if you will or not, but for me, I got my questions answered. Yeah. Good. So another thing that happens on the island are these dates. Why are all of the dates extreme sports? Oh, my God, Emma, (laughs) Emma. Okay, I'm so glad you asked that because, okay, the first date was, like, my jam. Like, Mm -hmm. I freaking love paragliding. Like, I've done it before. I've done paragliding, parasailing. Like, it's so fun. I love being high in the sky. I'm adrenaline junkie. Like, put me up there. Don't ever let me down. I'm a bird. Yay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The second date was rappelling and it's literally like backwards rock climbing so you're on these like rocks we're not in a waterfall yeah waterfall like we're in maui like it's a real waterfall with real sharp rocks no one's like made it good for us (laughs) they didn't sand it down (laughs) no one's like safety proofed it and i'm thinking in my head okay i'm gonna have a bonfire this week i need to wear a dress i can't have cuts and bruises all over my legs on national television so i was like i don't want to do this i don't want to do this and everyone else on that date was like yeah let's do it this is so fun and i was the one person who was like i can't do this i'm so scared i don't want to get hurt i always i'm so accident prone please don't let me get hurt on this and then i did it i came over my fear and it was like it was really fun would I sign up to do repelling ever again? Absolutely not. No way. But I'm glad that I, you know, didn't chicken out and I and I joined the crowd and I and I went with it anyway. Um, but yeah, they are a lot of extreme sports. Like, I guess I guess the idea behind it is that like when you're doing an activity that like maybe physically taxing or mentally taxing, then you're bonding closer to the people around you. Mm-hmm. Cuz like when we were doing repelling, we were all talking to each other like to our dates, to our friends. How how did you do that? Like how did you get down so easily? Like what what tips do you have for me? So then you're like bonding through the activity rather than just like dinner where you need to like make a conversation right. or like you know something like that. So yeah, it's 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 really cool to like bond through these difficult times, which is honestly a bigger metaphor for the whole show in general, because I think the reason why I bonded with the girls so much and I bonded with Tommy so much is because we were all going through a really stressful process. Like even the singles, and I talked to Tommy about this a lot. I was always like, you know, I feel like you are always here for me. I have all this space to dump all this on you, but how are you doing handling all of these things? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not fair that the singles don't really get to express their emotions. And it's good on the fourth episode, like I saw like Trace and Alexa, like really expressing themselves. And I'm really glad they did that. Um, But 
I feel like a lot of times I was very conscious of, okay, like I'm not the only person going through this. All of us, couples and singles, are in a really stressful environment at all times. So you get close because you got no family, you got no friends, this is all you got, yeah. you know? And and they helped me through. And honestly, like I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Well, and you talked about too how the dates and the activities can kind of be exhausting. And then you also mentioned how like filming can be exhausting. Do you think that they like meant like producers exhausted you for a reason right because I I felt like even the very first episode someone was just tired I don't know if they were tired or drunk but everyone was crying at the at the table everyone was crying and I was like there's no way that you came here because your partner is not expressing their emotions and now all of a sudden everyone is crying like were you all exhausted or was that genuine well okay so like I was the only one who actually didn't cry at the dinner table but Mm -hmm. I sobbed when I said goodbye to Edgar Mm -hmm. because I knew I wasn't going to be seeing him for like four weeks and in our relationship we never went more than a day without talking like we we talked every single day so that was the first time that I knew I would really be apart from him and I knew the next time I saw him again would be the final bonfire and I don't know what could change between now and then so to me that felt like a almost like pre goodbye goodbye like Mm. just in case this is like maybe the last time we're kissing like Mm. let's make this really good and and special and that's why I was hit so emotionally like during the goodbyes but in terms of the whole dinner scene like I kind of watch back and I like sometimes feel like asking everybody like why were you guys all crying so much (laughs) and like I think they don't even know but I think it's exactly what you said like you've been thrown into this environment, you haven't slept in days, you just met all of these new people, everyone is telling you, go after these new people, follow your heart, you're like, I don't even know what my heart's saying, but there's so many opinions, so many activities, so many new things happening, that yeah, you're mentally freaking drained, and you're physically drained, Mm. and when you're that tired, Plus, maybe they fed, you know, some people some drinks, especially the boys, like, during the day right before the dinner. Mm. Like, that can definitely make you a lot more emotional. And I think that a lot of times on the island, it is this sort of test and simulation of, like, you know, we're going to break you down as much as physically possible, like, mentally and, like, as you said, like, being exhausted. We're going to break you down, take away all your healthy coping mechanisms, And then we're going to see, you know, how you can, how the real you does under this kind of pressure. But I don't think that's the real you. Because I think the real you is the kind of person who you choose to be every day. I choose to do healthy things to be a healthy person. And when those healthy things are taken away it's really hard to be that healthy person still. So, so why uh, yeah. why weren't you able to do those things? Because you said like yoga, that kind of stuff. Like I saw some yeah. people working out, but it wasn't probably your own personal space, right? It would still be recorded. No, like, there's, there's literally no such thing as personal space. Like there's, there's nothing like that. Because like you're dating these people in the house, but you're also living with them. Like yeah. imagine moving in with someone before your first date. Like, yeah. you haven't gotten a first date yet. You just met today, and they're sleeping in the bedroom right there. Like, very weird situation. I did 
lean on my girls, mm-hmm. like my women, my sisters. They are the ones we all got each other through this process. Like truly, you know, it's sad. You don't see enough of that on the show because maybe it's boring to audiences. I don't know. But most of our days were filled with us four girls being together and talking about the way we feel about the singles, the way we feel about our boyfriends, the way we feel about ourselves and our growth. Mm. That was most of my time on the island. So that was my way of, of finding healthy ways to express myself because I didn't always want to express myself to Tommy. As I said, I, I sometimes felt like a burden. And at the same time, not that he made me feel that way, but that's just who I am. Sure. And at the same time, it's like, he from a male perspective doesn't necessarily understand what i'm going through he's a single whereas these other women are going through the same thing the exact same thing So for us yeah for us we got really really close and that's why i say like i wouldn't be able to make it through without them because i relied on them for so much advice and shoulders to cry on and as they did me and yeah like i did my yoga every once in a while like it was really nice but you don't have just free time that much on the island. And like, if you do have free time, like you're probably working through some sort of drama or preparing yourself for some sort of drama to come. (laughs) So you're probably sitting there having a conversation with somebody (laughs) about whatever the hell is going on that week. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you spend so much time talking about emotions and relationships at exhaust. It's like, yeah, I would have liked to have a little more time to do my yoga, but that's not really what we're there for. Yeah. Um, and it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to like really dive into like what you want in a relationship, what you need and who you are and discover the weaknesses you have and how you can grow and how that's affected your partner and how their things have affected you. So it's like now is your time to talk about all that stuff. And I think we really took advantage of that, at least between us women, in like really using our resources to figure out what do I want in a relationship? What yeah. am I missing? You know? Um, so yeah, I tried to stay healthy as much as possible. Um, and I, I think I did for the most part. I, I have no regrets. I don't know how the show will be edited, um, you know, in terms of like, what they're gonna make it look like happened but in terms of my truth I have no regrets good and that's something that I've been kind of disappointed with the show is Temptation Island is marketed as an experiment for people Mm -hmm. who are going to test their relationship growing learning trusting new people trusting themselves whatever I want to see those conversations with your girlfriends I want to see conversations. I would love, I I said this last episode, I would love for them to have like a couples therapist and you go in and you talk to the therapist. You're not like, not burdening, but you're not exhausting these conversations with the people that are there with you. And then you can kind of grow a little bit more because what's the point of all this if we're just exhausting you and you are like drinking to excess and I don't know and you're not like taking care of yourself as much as like you would in a real situation that's what I really really wanted to see is like I'm rooting for these couples they're here because they're on like thin ice and I want people to be happy I may not be rooting for everyone to leave together but I definitely want people to leave like a better person and and I mean, it's still a reality TV show, but I I would have loved to see those little insights on what people are doing to, like, protect themselves, you know? 
totally and and emma i am like so like like literally like i have said what you just said so many times Mm -hmm. because for me like edgar and i went into the experience because we had issues in our relationship and we knew that we wanted to grow in certain ways we had never taken time apart from each other so here was a first time opportunity to take time apart from each other see what other people bring to the table and decide at our young age is this what we want and that that was truly why we went to the island plus we had some codependency issues which i would like to address we'll pinpoint that later yeah for sure um, for later but you know like I, I think when we were filming at least we would be like in the in iris's room right the four of us girls and we'd be talking and one of us would realize something and we'd be like, oh my God, that's such a big discovery for my life. Mm-hmm. I feel so good. And we'd be like, that's good shit for the show. <laughs> like everyone's going to be so happy to see you, a powerful woman, yep. learning and growing. And then we watch the show back and we're like, oh, I think we forgot that we're on a show called Temptation Island on USA <laughs> Network. Well, because I was so excited when Iris made the decision last episode to like take time for herself and not like continue that relationship with that guy because I was yeah. like, you seem to have these codependency issues and you seem to have been in a relationship your entire life and without some alone time. And I was right. really excited to see that for her and I didn't even see right. enough, you know? I agree. And the interesting thing about that, Emma, is that I cannot disclose more than what I'm about to say, but like there is so much more that went into her decision to do that. Mm. Like to friend zone George, like there was so much more that you do not see that mm. influenced her decision. And if you were there, you would have been like, same response, maybe. Yes, you go girl, you know, you're doing your thing. But it's interesting to hear that like, the reasons you think she friend zoned him is because of X, Y, and Z. Mm. And the reasons actually on the island, yes, X, Y, and Z are included, but there's also all of these other reasons. Like me and Tommy had a very tumultuous relationship. I don't know if that's the right word. I think I just used that word wrong. So don't include that. <laughs> okay. But anyway, whatever. Um, we had a very, um, how do you say, like up and down relationship. It's tumultuous. That's good. Perfect and word. There would be days that like, we didn't want to talk at all because we'd be like not getting along or not not getting along but just like you know it wasn't like if we were dating in real life right I wouldn't see him every day in the beginning of a new relationship like that wouldn't be what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. so there were days when we just like wouldn't be vibing the same way but it's like you don't see all of that on the show and like you know you don't see the things like he might have said to me to like influence things that I say and vice versa. And I'm sure it's the same for Edgar and Marissa. Like, I'm sure if you talk to them about their relationship on the show, they would be like, yeah, like that is one version of it. And, 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 you know, it also brings me back to like, um, you know, me and Edgar's relationship, like the version of that that you see on the show is like, you know, you actually know Edgar and I, you've, actually known us for probably almost our whole relationship like Mm. you know I um I know that you know and everyone who knows us knows that the version of Edgar and Jillian that's being presented on the show is like not really how our relationship was like for example in episode four this (laughs) bothered me because like it they literally changed like entirely our meaning and 
you know, we went through so many um, interview processes for this show. Like, we had so much stuff of talking about why we're going there, our current state of our relationship. So they fully knew the true us. And then they kind of changed it on purpose to like, I don't know what their agenda was. But anyway, in our relationship, one of the reasons I went to the show is because I always felt that Edgar, with the big loving heart that he had, right, he would write poetry and have all these hobbies and hang out with his guy friends and do all this stuff. And then we started dating and he was still doing those things. And I was still encouraging him to do those things always. Cause I would say, I'm going to go have a wine night with my girlfriends. You go hang out with your guy friends. Mm-hmm. But we kind of fell into a situation where we both didn't really do a lot of our hobbies and things that we like did before when we were single because we were so consumed with doing things with each other Mm. and just because of the way our personalities are he would always be like well what do you want to do and I'd be like well what do you want to do and then he would turn it back to me and we would usually end up doing some of the things that I wanted to do so that was kind of what I was trying to say on the show and the thing is I don't like that situation my reason for coming to the show is that I don't want someone who, not saying I don't want Edgar, but just saying, like, I don't want our relationship that we had before where it's some, my partner is, you know, just giving me all the things I want. I I, I want them to be able to be their own individual as well mm-hmm. so we as individuals can be these awesome people and then when we come together, we complement each other and help each other grow. So I encouraged Edgar, I said, you know, make a poetry TikTok, publish a poetry book, you know, like keep writing do these things that make you happy because one day and this was something i always realized in a relationship one day if i'm not here anymore i want you to still have all the things that make you you and make you happy and me in a relationship i will never give up the things that make me me and make me happy for a relationship so i think in that way we were both codependent but i think he fell in a little bit deeper just because i can't physically stop being me mm-hmm. whereas he grew up with five siblings and is very generous and and adaptable so it was easy for him to fall into that very quickly yeah and I think yeah. if you got his perspective on this he would actually very much agree with me and say the same things like this is something we've talked about on for length like for for hours on end yeah um, but yeah, it's it's complicated because they kind of made it seem like I was saying that like I don't want a guy who's going to be independent and confident and well, like Well, cuz you said thing. in one of like the testimonies or the interviews that you kind of saw that as a red flag almost. But that's not, like they it's that was totally wrong. Like mm. what I was saying there is that like that red flag comment literally came out so wrong cuz it must have been like edited or whatever. What I meant is that with Tommy, he is his own person and he will always be independent. Mm. And because I don't see that in my relationship with Edgar, it's a red flag in my relationship oh. with Edgar. I wasn't saying that Tommy having those qualities is a red flag. Yeah. In fact, that's a green flag for me because it's more similar to who I am. So it complements me better to have someone who's as independent as I am that's a good thing. But because I don't see that in my relationship with Edgar, 
that's my red flag. Wow. And that so makes that's that's so I mean much more sense. Episode four. Like there was just a lot of things that like were literally 180 changed, you know? And that makes more sense for what you said at the bonfire because you, yeah. you were like agreeing with exactly that statement, but because you had said the red flag comment, it's like, wow, she made so many discoveries just within this episode. But you may have made those discoveries, but it was a completely different discovery that you already knew about yourself. Right. Exactly. Hmm. That's exactly right. And it's interesting because on the bed scene when I'm doing my makeup and Tommy's talking and he's just like saying whatever, saying whatever. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that's just who I am. Like, I'm weird. Like, I don't know. I, I was, like, doing my makeup, so I'm just like, mm-hmm. But, like, Tommy knew that I was totally on board and that everything he was saying about his parents, how they're individuals, and he thinks that's a good thing, I was totally agreeing. That's why at the end of the conversation, he hugged me and gave me a kiss on my cheek, like, because we were, like, on the same page. And, and I was, like, more having the mm-hmm moment about, Mm-hmm. this is making me think because this is not what I have with Edgar. Mm. That's kind of where that was coming from. I was like, mm, you're right, Tommy. And mm, I don't have that right now. So how am I either going to fix that or find someone who can match me better? Hmm. You know, but I totally agree with like being independent and having your own hobbies. Like, dude, that's like, I mean, anyone who knows me knows like, I'm just like, I will get what I want and I'm just going to keep going after it. And oh, yeah. I'm here to uplift everyone to do the same. But, you know, I, I don't think anyone should ever have to give up parts in themselves to love someone. I think they should just find ways to complement each other and grow both together as individuals and, and as partners. Which makes sense for another reason why you're on the island. But that's just not something that they really like promote it's just all of like the really juicy stuff that's why you're on the island not like I really want to grow from this yeah exactly and like my whole thing was like I mean people in the house were probably so bored of me talking about how much I wanted <laughs> to grow and like the things I wanted to work on because it's like all of us girls like that's all we ever did was talk about how we want to grow and uh, what we can do better and all these things like it was a lot of humility that went into the process of, of admitting the ways you've been wrong and all that stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just unfortunate that you don't get to see all of that. I think maybe if it was a show, maybe on like, I don't know, like ABC family. <laughs> and it was like, those are crazy too. Thing. Those are crazy like, too. What was that? Those are really crazy too, though. <laughs> yeah, like Those are like deep emotional shows. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that may fit better, but I think they know their audience for Temptation Island on USA Network. Come on, like what? Like you're gonna sit here boring people with feelings when they want to see people making out with people who are not their partners. Like they want to see cheating. They want to see that. Yeah. So you know, it's not like oh yeah, give them what they want. But it's like you've been there for four weeks, filmed twenty four seven. They can make it into what mm -hmm. they want to. Um. So yeah. Hmm. That's, wow. that's the name of the game reality tv baby ain't nothing real about it and i've always known these things you know you always know that things are clipped together and you know people's intentions aren't always like made very clear but i don't like, know okay oh sorry wait i don't well, mean to interrupt you, no 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 a good example 
is at the bonfire in episode four on wearing the red dress and Edgar's reading Marissa the poem and I have this laugh after and it kind of is like a villainy like the way it kind of came out it was a it was a cackle it was a cackle but the laugh was and like okay those bonfires we are sitting there talking to Mark for at least 30 minutes probably per person like you're sitting there and he's asking you like 10 to 15 questions you're sitting there answering like in like two minute long answers each like it's it's a long bonfire process it takes hours Mm. and then they snip what they need together to get the bonfire message they want so what I actually did say in that bonfire in episode four is I am so happy I was laughing because I was happy because Edgar was doing the things that make him him and make him happy and I was very afraid especially in the beginning that he wasn't going to embrace this process and he wasn't going to learn who he was as an individual because my only goal for Edgar going to the island was please take this time to remember how amazing you are without me and remember how amazing you are as an individual because you you are with or without me, it's just we got lost in the sauce a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really wanted him to embrace his individuality and be single so that he could be like, right, all of these things I like to do when I'm single, I can still do when I'm dating Jillian, which is what I always wanted in a relationship. So when I saw him reading a poem to Marissa, I'm like, good. He's not all about the party scene. He's like much more that kind of guy. I'm so glad he's doing the things that make him happy. Like I was relieved. That's all I wanted was him to embrace his individuality. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's upsetting to me that he was embracing his individuality by writing a poem to another girl because not because I'm jealous, but only because I wish that he was writing a poem for himself. Yeah. Or about Maui or about this beautiful place. Or yeah. whatever. Like I was the subject of his poems for many years. And I loved it. And I'm so flattered to be that subject always. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you can't rely on another person for your inspiration. You can't rely on another person for your, um, to, to, to do the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. And if the only, you know, poem you want to write is about a woman, then maybe let's reflect on, you know, where more of a sense of individuality can come. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm even saying anymore. I think I already saw what I need to say. But yeah, my point is, I was really happy to see him writing that poem. I actually wasn't threatened at all. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when I watched that, it was in Spanish and they did not have subtitles. I was so wondering. I speak, yeah. Um, I don't speak Spanish. They didn't give me subtitles. So for all I know, he could have been like, we had the best day ever. I miss Julie. <laughs> Good. And I, I don't think Marissa like, knew either. Yeah, like, but instead it was like a love poem, which I only really found out like kind of last night when I was watching the episode. Um, you know, and that doesn't really even change things for me because again, I wanted him to embrace who he is as a single person without me. Absolutely. So we can be better individuals and be a better relationship. Because you can't you can't be a good partner if you can't show up for yourself first. Yep. Like, it's just not possible. You have to love yourself first. Yeah. And I, I think 
we all here at especially like Ball State and you and I I think we just all see him as this very giving and like introspective person but to be better for others and so that's that's cool that you see that and that's all you want for him is just to find that introspective for himself yeah and I do think like him being the giving person that he is like it like that's why I fell in love with him because he is that giving person yeah and I think like that shouldn't change but it's not healthy to give so much of yourself away to your partner that you don't have anything left because then you do things like self-sabotage and cheat on people, which is what he actually ended up doing to me in our relationship. And like, we talk about that on the show, but it's like at that point in our relationship, he was just giving and giving and giving to me, not because I was taking or wanted more or needed more, but just because he knows how to pour into other people's buckets better than he knows how to pour into his own. And I was saying, this is a dangerous path, you know, pour into your bucket, babe. Like, like do that for yourself because, you know, I want to be with someone who's very like confident and, and independent. So, you know, at that point he had poured into my bucket so much, even though I didn't really want it like that, that he had nothing left for himself and then he turned to self-sabotaging and cheating and it's like you know I wanted to go on the island and work on these things so that the patterns wouldn't be repeated because that's just like not a recipe for success you know like just pouring into other people so much that you don't have anything left for yourself and then you know feeling the need to take back control by doing something like cheating or, or whatever it may be. And I'm not, I'm only speaking from my perspective. Like this is, you know, I am certainly not perfect. Um, you know, like I retaliated and texted my ex, like nothing ever physically happened, but like that happened and I, and I'm not going to lie about it and I never have. Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) Edgar had to find out in his own time, whatever. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's like, I'm very open and honest about that. Now, I know that that was a mistake. And I know that that was me being hurt and wanting to um, just feel loved. Because after he cheated on me, I just felt so beyond, like betrayed. And I just felt, you know, because I had put so much into our relationship for that first year, as did he, we had both poured so much into our relationship. And I just felt like, well, was it worth nothing? Am I worth nothing? Mm. So that I sought validation from another outside source. I didn't ever fully act on it. Thank God. But I know never to do that again. Even if someone makes me feel worthless by cheating on me or makes me feel whatever, it's up to me to like pick myself up, deal with those feelings, recognize that feelings are not facts and not act out because I feel some type of way Mm -hmm. just because you feel something doesn't give you the right to like behave and Mm -hmm. do things to hurt others Mm -hmm. so you know that was a lesson for me um and I feel like I got that but I don't know I guess we'll have to watch the rest of the season to see if other people learn that message as well I don't know yeah I really hope they do because I think that's like a really strong message and that takes 
I think you're very emotionally mature in that way. And even though you're very young, you're obviously probably one of the most emotionally mature on the show. And so it 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 takes a long time to reach that point. And if that's not shown to people, then you're kind of like left thinking, oh, this was a young couple. They don't know what they're doing and they're stupid and whatever. Yeah. Like everyone's going to make mistakes, but it's how you deal with those mistakes and you go forward. And so yeah. if that's not like a message to take away from this experiment to help people grow, then again, what is the point? It just, I it's frustrating. Agree. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would relate to my journey and would relate to both me and Edgar's positions in our different points in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think like it would be really helpful to see more of that on Temptation Island because the viewers at home may be like, wow, like I've been cheated on before and I felt worthless and I retaliated, you know, and seeing this girl recognize that that is not the right way to do things. Or maybe seeing Edgar realize, like, not pouring into someone else's bucket so much that you don't have anything left for yourself is not the answer. Like, seeing us make these real mistakes and then come to terms with them and then walk through the fire and grow, like, that's a really interesting thing for me. And that's what we actually did on the show. Yeah. But, as we said, it is what it is. So, you know, it's okay. But um, it's, it's so funny to hear you say, like, I'm one of the more emotionally mature ones because like okay half of the internet is like this woman is only 21 oh my god like she really is so smart and mature and whatever and then the other half of the internet is like I can really tell she's 21 (laughs) and I'm like like, she's acting her age I'm like shouldn't let people this young on the show oh well I mean I'm 21 and I cannot envision myself on this show I'm just like she's my age yeah it's kind of it's it's yeah I think I'm the youngest person ever to be on Temptation Island because you literally have to be 21 because there's drinking involved wow Um, so yeah it doesn't get much younger than me (laughs) that's so good though I think and and you're young, but you've also had a longer relationship than the older, some of the older people. And so then they've had a shorter relationship. So it shows like a lot of different aspects of relationships and where people are in different scenarios. And so that's cool. Yeah. It's crazy to me though. Cause like Ash and Hanya are obviously my great friends and, um, like it's crazy going to Temptation Island after only a year and a half. Like when I, I first met them and I heard that I was like, are you sure you want to be here right now? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would feel solid enough in my relationship after a year and a half to like do something like that. Like Edgar and I were really at a crossroads. We're like, do we get an apartment and move in together in like a different state, like after college and like get married and do that whole thing? Or like you break up post-college. Like mm. that was like a really clear thing for us. And you know, Ash and Hanya had all of their very valid reasons for coming as well. But it just kind of was so, like, crazy. Like, I, I don't think I could have done that with Edgar in a year and a half is what I'm trying to say. Well, and it's, it's, very great for that. it's interesting, too, because we know things are doctored on the show. We know this. But f- the first episode after he saw, like, the bonfire and everything, he was like, I don't want her to be in an open relationship. I don't want her to do this. And I'm like, don't you think, like maybe you should have gone to like couples therapy before this like do you think you would have figured that out maybe like at a bar or like I don't know it's funny like yeah like exactly that exactly that 
And it's funny, like, relating back to Edgar and I, because, like, I don't really want to, you know, I completely agree, but I can only really keep the focus on myself. But, <laughs> like, like, in our relationship, like, we had to work through this stuff about him cheating on me and then me texting my ex. Like, we had worked through and come out on the other side. But... T.I. loves to dig up that stuff from the past. They did it with Luke and Iris, mm. you know? It's like, we had to work through some of that stuff, but it's like, what else are you going to talk about? Mm-hmm. If these are things that have happened in the past, then this is the time to talk about it. So, you know, it's funny to hear there's just so much you can't you can't fit into 12 episodes. Yeah. You just can't fit in. So, you know, whatever. Oh, well, I think there's more that they, they they could fit it in, but they just don't want to. Yeah, maybe they just don't want to. <laughs> like, for the show, it's way more interesting if Edgar and I are, like, using Tommy and Marissa to get back at each other for our previous infidelities. Uh-huh. But, like, that, at least on my end, was never the case. Like, I still had leftover hurt about Edgar cheating on me that I realized I will always have because that's just what happens and I'm sure he had leftover hurt as well but on my end my thing with Tommy was always just about me and Tommy and then I had my thing with Edgar with me and Edgar that I was working on at the same time my and then my my thing with just me like and that was like my my priorities were like me and my relationship with myself first then me and Edgar, then me and Tommy. But I was trying to like keep them all kind of almost separate because there were certain journeys and things to learn in each of those relationships yeah um so I was never like using Tommy to get back at Edgar and I always tried to make sure that Tommy knew that because as I said previously I feel bad for a lot of the singles I think Taylor ended up feeling like he you know was like I poured like Taylor who was with Ash on the show I poured so much into you and he was always afraid is she gonna go back to her boyfriend because at the end of the day we can always go back to our boyfriends so it's like I was always very cognizant to not use Tommy as a scapegoat or a coping mechanism or a band-aid to me I was fixing my shit with that girl I was gonna do it like a big girl and then I was also gonna explore what I liked about Tommy to see if maybe I need those things in a partner Mm -hmm. clear as day and on the show it's like she's gonna kiss him because she saw something happen at the bonfire but it was like for me it was never that way yeah ever so at the bonfire are you actually looking at really small tablets 10 feet away yeah like it's kind of hard to see and it's so funny because on the first episode there was a meme going around of like lascelles like leaning in yeah. and trying to look and i was like that is me that is me every single bonfire i had like seat like closest to the screen mm-hmm. and i would literally be like this and then i would like, tell the girls like they because they don't obviously include all the audio but i'd be like i'd be like ash i see hanya do you see Luke over there? Do you see Luke? I would be like recapping it for the girls behind me, like as we were going, because it was such a tiny screen. It was really hard to see. Why? But that adds to the whole thing because it's like the bonfire mm. clips are totally edited, first of all, oh, manipulated yeah. to like make you get a rise or like make you think your partner's doing the worst. And then you, um, you know, have a tiny little screen you can barely see. So it's like, you may think you see something happen, 
and then it's like it, oh. it works for the show because you're like oh, I'm gonna spiral and whatever and then Mark always asks so what did you see Ugh. and I'm like and it's like Mark <laughs> I don't know what I saw like I don't I don't know what's happening I don't know where I am where am I Mark mm. I feel like so I've, I oftentimes would be like Mark what do you see, Mark? <laughs> no, but I love Mark. Mark is the best. Um, I was going to ask. so funny. Yeah, Mark is, like, so sweet in real life. He's the best. He's, like, exactly what you see on, on the screen. But, like, so are pretty much all of us. Like, the storylines you see are not always the truth exactly as it went down. But the characters are true to who we are for the most part except that i'm not jealous of ash and tommy um anyway <laughs> that was so funny i just like we laugh about it all the time. um so but no like it would be so funny because you're sitting there right and you just like watched your partner of many years who you've put trust and time and whatever into and you're watching them do x y and z and you don't really know what x y and z even is Right. It's not clear. You're right. And you're emotionally like angry, sad, like just at a 10. And you're can't even process. And then Mark's like, So what did you think about that? And you're like, dude, dude, I can barely <laughs> I can barely comprehend word like comprehend what I'm seeing. I can barely form words. And you want me to tell you how I feel? Like I feel like crying and going home. I wanna go. <laughs> Oh, that's how I feel. I want to go home to my bed and my dog. Like, mm. that is what I always felt like saying to Mark. But instead, you're like, well, Mark, I saw my boyfriend cheat on me. And therefore, I feel like this. You know, it's like, instead of just being like, what the f- he cheated? Like, you know, this sucks. But it's like, all formal. And he's asking you these questions. And, you know, you get into it. And everyone's very real and vulnerable. But, like, it's still pretty funny. Because, I mean, just imagine, Emma... Like, you see I can't. something horrific, and then someone's like, what did you think about that? No. How do you feel? Tell me how you feel about watching this traumatic thing happen before your eyes. Because it's trauma. Yeah. It is drama. Like, when Edgar cheated on me at our one-year relationship, I didn't have to watch him have sex with another girl. I just had to hear about it, and that was really awful enough. But watching things happen in front of your eyes, like... I don't know if you've seen season one, but like Casey mm-hmm. with Evan would close her eyes during the bonfire because she literally could not handle the trauma of watching her partner do mm. that to her. Like, it's bad. It yeah. hurts your heart. And coming home, I had to like hide from society, take time to decompress, remember who I am, and then slowly assimilate back into society because that is not real life. Like, in real life, you are not forced to sit in front of a screen that's going to show you your worst nightmare. Yeah. And um, I'm sure the timeline kind of helped with that. What did that look like? You came home, and then when was the announcement that you were in it? Oh, my God, dude. We filmed this in August and September of 2021. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was home by October 4th, I want to say. I think I, yeah, like, uh, like October 3rd. 2021 and then October November December January February March five or six months we had to stay completely quiet we couldn't tell our friends or family and you know on the show on the last episode you make a decision whether you leave with your partner or you leave single or you live with someone new so all of us had results in those final bonfires that 
were in September, but we couldn't talk about our relationship status, relationship status until now July, like That's almost a full crazy. year of like, like no one really knows right now what my life is like and who I'm with and if I'm with someone at all or whatever. And I have to kind of keep it that way because you guys just have to like see on my journey through the show, like where I end up and like why I make the decisions I make. And it's worth watching all 12 episodes to find out. But yeah, a year wow. of like hiding that is really weird. It's really weird. Well, and I bet you have to have like some sort of like easing off of social media even before you go so that it's not suspicious because I remember I don't even remember why we initially thought this but like you would post a picture or two once in a while and then we'd look at the dates and we're like something is going on because she posts a lot and this is like in the middle of like this huge period of not posting and I'm like where's Edgar is he in these pictures and then you'd look at Edgar's Instagram and like he wasn't there and we're like something is happening and then you announced and I was like oh it all makes sense yeah. now that's what all of my family and friends said <laughs> yeah I did tell like my family of course right. but like all so that you didn't go missing like, yeah for like months everyone was like How's Edgar? And I was like, how do I answer this question? Oh <laughs> like, I don't know how to, I don't, like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I think he's, you want to ask him? I mean, wow. But like, yeah, it was really challenging. And, um, you know, even like the rules with like what we can like do with the singles or whatever. Cause mm. it's like, it's all weird, but you know, it's okay. And, and I think, honestly the entire cast would agree that like we've made really good friends out of the process mm -hmm. you know like I can't tell you who's together and who's not and what great relationships have formed but I can tell you that we have all made really good friends out of the process like for example like Iris I think is my deepest connection on the island and it's funny because I did like a little question thing on my Instagram the other day and someone was like be real are you leaving the island with Iris and I was like <laughs> yeah I am leaving the island with Iris. Like, that is my wife for life. Well, and so. that's what I said, like, the first episode of filming. I'm like, what if all the single girls just got together, all the single guys got together, and then the couples left together, everyone's happy, and then everyone was in their, like, little homosexual relationships, and everyone's happy. Literally, if I could marry all three of those women tomorrow, <laughs> I would. Like, we actually talked about it all the time. That's why we call each other sisters, because we're really sister wives. Like, oh. we literally want like I literally would have given anything to spend all of my time with the girls in fact like love the boys like single boys rule okay whatever they know I love them but like <laughs> if I didn't see any of them if they never moved in I would have been really happy with just me and the three girls like we had a great time all the time and like all the other drama involved when the four of us together it's just like it's just us like we just bond we get along so well that's so and nice we're all so different yeah so it's like really interesting but we all complement each other so well and um you know there's all like reasons why we decided to do this that like bond us together too yeah but yes I often thought to myself Emma like, <laughs> can I pick any three of these women I will I will pick any three of these women like, forget everyone else. Forget leaving alone. <laughs> I will pick any three of these women over any option. All yeah. three if I can. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't blame you. Because the, the single guys actually got super close with each other. And mm. by the end, they were like, ah, forget about these girlfriends. <laughs> we're, we're all homies. We're all boys. So I mean, what would funny. you expect? You're putting a bunch of same sex people who are kind of similar. They're going to form bonds. Yeah. And there were lesbian activities, obviously, on the show. Because before, all of us girls were, like, like too nervous to, like, kiss the boys but then they're like kiss 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 and we're like well we'll kiss each other like that's fine like who cares um but it's funny because like again going with this whole plot line they're creating like i kissed the girls too but they didn't show that like it's interesting because i i feel in ways that maybe they're trying to like alienate me as like Mm. the the one who is not a girl's girl when in real mm. life, I'm the biggest girl's girl. Mm-hmm. I love girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously. So, um, it's very it's very interesting that, like, they didn't choose to include that when all of that happened. But it's okay. It's for the best. I don't well, need the world seeing me kiss my girlfriend. True. Okay. But also, I mean, if anyone follows your Instagram, which I'm sure the people who are watching the show follow your Instagram, they see uh, that you hang out with these girls all the time. Yeah. And, I, I, like, and really that's do. a decision like, to make. Together. Yeah. Yeah, we go on trips together. Everything's fine. And you know like sometimes ash is like the odd one out because she's like daddy of the family like she's you know we're her wives and she's daddy oh okay that way (laughs) (laughs) but like you saw in the episode we were all cheering and like um when we had the field day like we always were like laughing about how we three girls me iris and or me and Iris and Ashley were the cheerleaders and then Ash wanted to play with the guys and we were like yeah go ahead and play with guys like perfect that's great but like the whole time we were cheering we literally were cheering only for Ash we were like yay Ash we love you team Ash and there was like two clear teams and we were like no 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 Ash we were like that's our sister out there we love her well and that episode was so confusing to me too because like the majority of the people in your villa are men and the majority of the people in the men's villa are women, and they decided to do some, like, finger-painting activities that day, and you all played football. And I'm like, why are we... I don't know. It just felt very, like... The activities yeah. seem to be very pointed sometimes, or those, like, party nights, you know? It's a very heteronormative show. Yes, it is. It's extremely heteronormative. In fact... Ash actually uses they, them pronouns, and that was something on the show that, like, was never addressed because no one ever, like, like, it doesn't, like, fit in with the whole heteronormative structure of the show. Wow. Like, truly, like, because it's, like, you have boys on this side, girls on this side, and you're picking a boy or a girl opposite gender. So it's, like, it's, it, like, I felt very bad for Ash because... I feel like I'll use their correct pronouns now. I feel like they never really got to have their voice heard in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, and I think that they're working very hard to like do that now. But, you know, I got very used to saying she, her for Ash because that was the way we all regarded them in the house. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like with all of these other things going on, you know, like it shouldn't be an excuse to not use someone's correct pronouns. But again, with the heteronormative structure of the show, I just don't know how that would have fit in. At the same time, though, it's 2022, and, like, it really doesn't make a difference because regardless of what their pronouns are, like, they can pick whatever man they want. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and like ash was always saying that they would like rather be in like the other house with like all the single girls yeah. or, like, <laughs> all the people you know yeah so it's like yeah like i don't know it it doesn't really give room for that which i wish would kind of adapt and change given that it it's 20 to 22 like yeah like like it's just it's a very heteronormative structure as are pretty much all of these reality tv shows but again it's for a certain population that doesn't want to think about you know including every single kind of person yeah or think about what's going on politically or socially or whatever in the world they just want to watch a good tv show and not have to think too hard yeah i get that that's what i did with love island for six seasons during the pandemic like i get it (laughs) yeah you know it's like maybe there's a time and place but at the same time i wish that ash had their voice heard in that regard especially because i feel like it could have been a very easy thing to include like i I agree they weren't asking for as far as i know like a whole segment about their sexuality all you have to do is use the correct pronouns and that would have that would have solved so many just inclusive problems that these reality tv shows face like i mean and that just proves it too that people who go by they them pronouns people who are non-binary people who are trans people are who choose or are some kind of different lifestyle than heteronormative they're not doing it for this attention they're doing it because this is who they are and so boom you could have just solved literally all of these stereotypes just by using the right pronouns I feel like yeah and I think that it was really hard for Ash like on the island like not being able to express themselves like properly Mm. and like be regarded properly you know while also going through all these other things like I can't even imagine like if I felt misgendered I've never Mm. been in that position but if I felt whatever feeling that that would bring like and then dealing with all these other things it's like I didn't have a voice on the island I didn't have my autonomy on the island so I can't even imagine how they felt you know but you know we all we all went through like a lot of crazy crazy stuff while we were there um and we got through it together yeah and I think we're all all grateful you know Ash and I are very very close and I'm close with all of them so that's good that's great yeah I'm happy that it it worked out like that too because I feel like if you're you're not pitting people up against each other but when you go into a villa where you're now single or trying to face temptation amongst these how many men I mean it can start to be like pitting women against women yeah and I'm glad it didn't end up like that where you're like fighting over people I'm just yeah that's why I honestly was like so annoyed with the whole like I joke about the me Ash Tommy love triangle but also it's just like so ridiculous Mm -hmm. because that's just like so like not who any three of us are you know we are like way more mature than like a middle school love triangle yeah and I think it was really upsetting that like like Ash and I have a great friendship and it's like you're really gonna make it like we're out to get each other and fight over a guy yeah like yeah <laughs> no, I don't fight my friends over guys. I don't do that. So, yeah, it was it was a little upsetting to see that, and upsetting to see other things. As I said, like the most upsetting thing of all is that Edgar and I had such a beautiful relationship prior to the show, and like you know, I'm not talking about what it is now. I'm just talking about prior to the show. You know, we had a beautiful relationship, and like it's like. 
you're going to just make it into something. It's not like, I also think about that too with Ashley and Lascelles, right? Like you're together for seven years. Yeah. I'm sure you had some emotional intimacy there. Yes, yes. You know, I'm sure you had something there. But on the show, they make it like they've never, ever had emotional intimacy. They've never even talked to each other for seven years. It's like... <laughs> Really, dude? Like seriously? I'm like, oh god, you don't know. You don't need to be on the island. You just need to get out of this relationship. That's what it looks like. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Well, that's what it looks like. Five through twelve. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll tune in. We'll find out. Tune in, but yeah, and like, yeah, it's just all of us, definitely. You know, you don't have autonomy. You sign your life away. It's a reality TV show, and and we we got to have an amazing experience that like honestly feels more special now because only the 24 plus yeah 34 wait 24 32 of us really know what happened there oh wait then they added the two 32 34 um like only the people who were there really know and that almost even though we wish that you guys knew it's almost a gift for us Mm. because it was a very vulnerable transformative process and it's okay that some parts are not shared like edgar and i have our own thing going on yeah edgar and i know the truth and that's all that matters and i think all the couples would say the same yeah that is special that's cool yeah well you said that you wanted to clear the air on some things. Do you feel like the air has been cleared? I think for the most part, I mean, yeah, I think whatever, you know, I don't know. I think that's pretty much all, all that there really is to be said. I don't know what else in episode four, episode four was just so wonky. It was wonky. Across the board, like Mm. not even just for Edgar and I, like I feel like it was just a weird, weird episode. but it kind of makes me think that this might be like a weird calm before the storm like I don't know what episode Mm. five is gonna hold um but yeah I mean it is frustrating at times like having to like see things on the internet that are like just completely not true but again like I'm gonna keep grinding I'm gonna keep being the you know healthy person the kind person that I want to be that I choose to be and um you know, I'm just going to be good to the people who are good to me. And I'm not really too concerned about what people are saying. I guess, you know, I'll never probably meet them. And if they really want to talk to me and know the truth, my DMs are open and I will respond. They are. You know, they are very much open. I do respond to a lot of people and, and people are like, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me that totally changes my opinion about things. Mm. But again, I'm not here to like, change your opinion make you love me like whatever truth you decide to believe is totally your choice and I will still be happy and kind and that's that's all I really can say well good for you (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that I I really don't think if I were if if I was in this that's why I always said I didn't want to be famous because if I'm in the public eye at all and people are like you looked at that person really weird I'd be like I'm out I can't do it anymore yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, I've really realized, and I kind of knew this before, but it's just T.I. solidified that, like, people will always find something to say. Yep. Like, you literally could be 
perfect, I'm using air quotes, Mm -hmm. like whatever that even means, and people will always have something to say, like, she's too perfect, you know? Yeah. And so I just try to live my my life for myself and the people I love, and, you know, in doing that, I find a lot of fulfillment, and, and giving back brings me a lot of joy, so that's how I I find my inner peace. But ultimately, it's like I can't I can't cater to everyone's opinions because Mm-mm. I there there are it's it's impossible. Everyone will always have an opinion. Yep. So I just have to like stick to my guns and surround myself with the right people. And and I have I feel like I've really built a really awesome support system both on the island and off the island to really. You know, I think you're a reflection of the people you surround yourself with. So I'm Absolutely. really grateful to have some awesome people in my corner. Good. Good. Yeah. It makes yeah. me happy to hear. So hopefully the next eight episodes will not be terrible. But Well, we know, know the truth. It's okay. We'll make it through. We made it through in real life. We'll make it through on TV. And um, as I said, my DMs are always open. I will always be here to share the truth. You know, I'm even thinking of making some YouTube videos, just kind of like doing like what we're doing now and just talking about my experience because as I said, like there's so much you don't see and like you said, so yourself, like that emotional real journey that like you go on, like for me, that's more interesting than watching people kiss and twerk. Totally. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't get to produce the show. Maybe one day I'll produce my show. That's a good idea. I, I would like it. I think I would like to produce a show. That would be very I cool. I would have a lot of different things. <laughs> Call me. I'll help you. Oh, my God. Yes. Collab. <laughs> that would be so fun, right? Oh, yeah. But it's a lot of work. Like, you don't even understand. Like, you think we're just, like, chilling on a date. It's, like, there's, like, ten camera guys and, like, a thousand people around, like, doing a thousand jobs. And you're just kind of sitting there like, wow, this is all for me. Mm. But... You know, at the same time, you're still bottom of the totem pole because they get to leave at the end of the day. Yeah. And you're <laughs> in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, can I please have some more avocado? <laughs> can I please have some more coconut water? Like, seriously. Uh, and then it would come eventually. But, you know, I can't complain. When the process ended, everyone was like, get me home. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally need to go to my own space, have my own car, be able to go for a walk. Mm. And I was like, I could probably stay here for longer. Like, I like Maui. Like, <laughs> I'm having a good time. Like, I'm just so funny. Like, I like I try to just make my own happiness everywhere I go, and not much can knock me down, as you can tell. So. Good. Yeah, that's that's I think a very good trait to have. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's hope for it. Um, I will, yep. Um, but you also have a special announcement. Do you want to close this out with that? Oh my god! Yeah. Well, some people already know about it, and there's not much that I'm going to say. But I will say that coming very, very soon, I will be coming out with my own hair care brand. <gasps> that is so, so exciting! It's my passion project. I've been working on this for actually way longer than I even like knew about TI mm. um and it's like my own thing um that I've created all by myself well labs and all that stuff too sure <laughs> but yeah I'm really 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 excited and you know my goal is just to like help people embrace their natural beauty um like I like to just try to like be you know beauty from the inside out and if you feel beautiful if your hair is 
moist and beautiful and bouncy, then you probably will feel more beautiful on the outside and, you know, I live a happier life and that's what I experienced. So I'm very excited for my brand to come out and I can't wait to announce the name. I will not be doing that today, but very soon I will, I promise. Okay, okay. But follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Jillian underscore Lieberman. My first name's with a G. GG, you can remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'll be posting all my stuff there very, very soon. So stay tuned for beautiful hair. Yay! That is so exciting. Thank you so much, Jillian. Oh my gosh, thanks, Emma. It has been so amazing having you on. I'm. Thank you so much for coming. Um my 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 mind is blown. I'll have to sit with this for a very long time. Get ready for next episode. It'll I mean, we all know these things, but I think and hopefully this will help people kind of go into the next last few episodes or two thirds of the episodes with a different perspective and how to kind of take in reality TV and what it really means and all that good stuff. So I think that this was really good. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for having me. And like, yeah, like just letting me, you know, share my perspective. I think at the end of the day, just remembering that like everyone on the show is like a real human being, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like, they're all really awesome human beings. So, um, you know, whether what you see reflects that or not, I, I don't know, but like just you never know what's going on in someone's life. You never know someone's journey I think that goes in, you know, every aspect of life from reality TV to someone you see walking down the street. So just treat everyone with respect and kindness and love. And hopefully it'll come back right to you. So, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thank and you, this Jillian. This has been, like, so awesome. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my oh, God. I love Jillian. you doing this. Thank this you. I'm so You're proud so of you. Here. You're doing everything. Yay. And it's oh. amazing. And I aspire to be a strong woman like you. You already are. Are you kidding me? Oh. You already are, dude. <laughs> Uh, you always have been. This is why I like you. Oh, that's why I like you too. <laughs> yes. No, strong women need to build other strong women up. Absolutely. That is what we are here to do. Yay. Oh my God. I love that. That's a perfect closing out. Well, that'll be the end of our podcast today. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, stay tuned for Temptation Island. Episode five is next out of 12 out of 12 oh my goodness so stay tuned for (laughs) yeah almost for all of the upcoming episodes um make sure to follow jillian on her journey and have a great day